What were you worried about, Todd? I wasn't sure that we were going to connect. I technology was throwing me for a loop. It. Uh, we are we old men now because we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't get it working. I don't know. I, I, I almost called my son, and I was embarrassed <laughs> to do that. So, so what's going on? It's been uh, so we decided we were going to do this like every uh, month or so, and it's been just over just over a month, and we had a couple a couple uh, close calls, I guess. Yes. yes. <laughs> We we tried we tried to do some some more things in March and uh, we we struggled a little, a little bit um, and then I had spring break last week and you were up for a show but I couldn't be there because we were in Nashville in Memphis visiting the King yes actually yes we saw, <laughs> we saw where the King lived um, and where Johnny Cash lived the King of Nashville um, and so uh, now I'm back. And, well, uh, welcome home. Did, did you enjoy? Did you enjoy Nashville? I I like Nashville more than Memphis. Memphis is a is an interesting place. Um, there there are some really interesting things to see. There's some incredible food. Um, Beale Street is a different experience in terms of the blues and what they play and what the street is like compared to uh, the Music Row Street in Nashville. Um, Beale Street is for adults, and if you're taking high school kids there, it's it doesn't work out so much. Oh. Um, Nashville, you can you can walk your kids, even though it's it's getting to be a little bit like Beale Street. You can walk your kids up and down the street. They can't go in anywhere really, but they can. Everything's open, so you can hear the music playing from every place you go in. If I have my choice, I like the music on Beale Street more than I like the music in Nashville. Um, I like blues more than I like country, but there's enough similarities there weird. that yes, so. So there we are. We that's that was my experience. I enjoyed it. Um, if if I were going to say if you're going to visit anywhere in Memphis, I would say um, you go to Sun Records, which is really awesome. You um, museum, which is probably the the best place we went of all the places we went. And if you have middle school kids or high school kids, I think they should all go see it. That's my opinion. Really? So I I enjoyed that, and that was a Incredible experience. And cool. I played some games there too, by the way. Not not at the Civil Rights Museum. That would be weird. <laughs> it's a little a little strange. Uh, it would be it would be um, awkward for everyone involved, but I did play games on the trip. Was there a poker stop at the Civil Rights Museum? That's the <laughs> That would be terrible. Wouldn't that be what what was the what was the issue? There was a place in it's like a Holocaust Museum yeah. or something like that. Oh, had so awkward. No. I didn't I haven't played I haven't played that in forever. Um, but yeah, that would be a bad idea, but that's I, because you're not, you're not 67 or 72 years old. Like my parents, that's why you haven't played it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Your parents love it. They, they, uh, they're ridiculous. And I still playing Pokemon go. They play Pokemon go probably every single day. Um, oh my, gosh. my dad is said, awesome. Let's, let's talk about this right now. Let's tell me the story here. My dad, uh, wasn't playing. Okay. So when the game came out, I told my mom about it and I said, Hey, this is kind of neat. You know, you can walk around, get some exercise and you catch these digital creatures. And she's like, eh, okay, I'll take a look at it. And, and she liked it because, um, my, my kids were into it a little bit mm -hmm. and they, they would walk around with the phone and then like they'd share and catch creatures and stuff. But then like, I learned that she wasn't just playing with my kids. She was going out and about with like my cousin, you know, her, her nephew. Um, mm -hmm. And they'd, they'd actually drive like 40 minutes because they knew of a place that was like really cool for catching Pokemon. And uh, so, so instead of looking for like an antique store out in the middle of nowhere, they're looking for pokey Pokemon. Yes. Yes. So it, it's very, it, it's kind of funny because now every time, like my dad wasn't at all into actually playing the game. He was just going along with my mom for a while and he wouldn't put it on his phone. And then all of a sudden he had it on his phone. And uh, last time I was at his house, he was talking to me about all strategies, which is a little, it's a little strange. <laughs> uh, he's awesome. telling tell me about how, you know, there's each Pokemon has their own special abilities and look at this Vaporon. He, you know, he's showing me on his phone. He's got his phone up and he's showing me that this Vapor, v Vaporeon or whatever they're called has 
it's it's just like this one, and they have the same attack power. But see, this guy's got this ability, and this guy has th this other one has a different ability. So this is my number one uh, attacker for the gyms that I go and take out, and this is this is my number two. So I'm like I'm like oh my! I wanted to secretly take out my phone, my phone, and just like yeah. tape tape him and say. Dad. Okay, just keep going because this is incredible. This this should be on the internet, uh, but I I didn't do that to him. Did you secretly say in your head, "My I think my dad's cooler than I am"? <laughs> I I think it's 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 interesting how that game has caught him and her though my parents um, because they I mean my mom would play uh, way 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 back. Um, Probably on the PlayStation One, I think we played a game called Bust a Move. Oh, yeah, uh, it was a, it, you know, not not Bust a Groove. It was Bust yeah. a Move. It was the um, effectively what every mobile game is now. It's the bubble popping game where you match mm -hmm. at least three of the same color together. And my mom and I would get into these like heated matches against each other. In in I think it had a versus mode, if I recall correctly. Oh yeah. Um, and the iOS version has a versus mode too, I think. Um, and I played Bust Move on the i, well, a version of, of Bust Move on uh, my my phone. Yeah. Um, now you know what's interesting about that story is, and I didn't even think twice about it until you just now told me this. Is this last towards the end of the summer? I remember seeing a guy. He's probably in his mid sixties, and he was talking to. Um, I was like with Cameron getting our oil changed or someplace like that. And he was talking to the person who was uh, checking them out um, about Pokemon because he was explaining it and he was showing what he did and how he did it. And he said, I wouldn't do this if it wasn't for my grandkids. And he said, my grandkids got me into it. Now I, I can't get out. And yeah. that was the <laughs> first person. That was the first grandfather I heard about talking about that. And then I heard later towards uh, the early fall, I, I remember a grandmother talking about uh, her Pokemon or, and uh, playing with her grandkids and now how she was into it. And it's, so it's funny that I thought those were just two one-off stories. but I, I don't I, think so. I think, I think this game has captured the older generations a little bit more than maybe uh, anyone probably imagined. <laughs> yeah, and, and playing with the grandkids, which that's really yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, I didn't have anything like that. They, they, don't, uh, they don't really play much together, but when... When they come over, my my son is like, "Here, let me try to catch one," and I'm like, "What?" Like, I, I guess they made a whole bunch of updates. I I stopped playing the game a long time ago. Um, my my like grandfather right taught me how, my grandfather taught me how to drink homemade beer from a milk carton <laughs> and play five card stud. I much rather would have been out walking in the woods and playing some Pokemon yeah. rather than doing that. <laughs> out of a milk. Yeah, he made it, and then rather than <laughs> it's true, rather than pour it into containers like bottles, they wouldn't bottle it. They just pour it into old milk jugs Ugh. and put the because they would drink it fast enough it wouldn't go bad, and they would just drink it straight from the milk jugs. Wow, it's I'm not proud. Well, it's uh, it's it's a, a, it's a story. It's a memory. It certainly is a memory. He also taught me how to stoke his pipe and get it going so he wouldn't have to do it for himself. Oh, okay. So yeah. you were smoking at a young age also. Things. Yeah, I was 12. I did all the things that kids, teenage kids do or preteens do. You know, grandpas. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather would like to... Uh... He's he's not with us anymore, but he uh, would like to make. We, we'd go camping all the time, and he'd like to make. Um, uh, every morning, they get the honey made graham crackers out, mm -hmm. and he would he would ha open his store, and the store would serve graham crackers with either peanut butter or butter on them, and you just go over and you put in your order, and he'd pull out his, he'd sit up, little little table, set it up, give you your your graham cracker with with peanut butter or butter or both. And some people like double, double oh, butter yeah. and double peanut butter. So uh, that that's uh, <laughs> one of my uh, one of my. Yeah, let's be honest. That's what grandparent that that's a good grandparent story right there. It's much better than my grandparent stories. He also had a hat. It was like one of the fishing hats yeah. that he would wear all the time, and it said, uh, it said sex wax, 
right across the top. But because he was around his grandkids all the time, he actually removed the S, the stitching of the S. So it just said X wax. And and for the longest time, I don't think any of us knew, like what. <laughs> oh, grandpa. Grandpa. And he wore it because it was a comfortable hat. And then one yeah. day, somebody probably said to him, "Hey, that that says sex wax." And he's like, "It does say sex wax." <laughs> I never thought twice about it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, th that's a good grandpa story. I like that one better than mine. Um, yeah. I would have liked to play Pokemon Go with my grandparents. I, I don't. I don't think my grandfather ever gave me beer. No, I which don't is, think that was a the way it should be. They shouldn't. <laughs> And that was just one. That was just one of two. The other one was not like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I get to hang out with the other one and figure out what it's like to be a real grandparent. So, you know, I, I get it. Um, but the idea of playing a game like that, that's my, my stepdad does things like that with my kids, with my um, son and my daughter. Mm -hmm. And uh, playing Pokemon or, or hanging out with them or learning what's interesting to them, um, playing games with them. So I, you know, I think that's kind of cool. Cool. So I think I think I got messier. I, I think what? I got messier back here. <laughs> Every time that my camera pops up, I look over my shoulder, and I, it looks like I'm in a garbage heap right now. No, you know what it looks like? It looks like the, when you're getting ready to have a balloon drop, and you blow <laughs> up all the balloons and you put them in clear plastic bags before. No, you know, like so. Let me let me adjust the camera oh, slightly. Oh, slightly whoa. there. What's they're happening? Toy, they're toys. What's they're going old, on? They're old kid toys. Uh, we're planning on finally like getting rid of a whole bunch of stuff. So at like a tag sale. So I oh, I yeah. backed it up in, in in big like outdoor. So they wouldn't get all nasty in the basement. But now now if it like the camera's like up here, it just looks like I'm a big slob in my basement. <laughs> I'm just piling this stuff high. It's you just, know, it's, I, I got a bed back here. And I, the reason why I put them here in the first place is because I they were in my laundry room if on I the floor. Start to pack, pile up and, you know, <laughs> you, you've got uh, like furs and then the plastic. Hold on. Are you going to get some magazines to pile them up? There we uh, go. All right, here we go. We got just put this here. Is this good? That's exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah. I can't hear you. I don't have my headphones on. I can't actually hear you. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Pile those boxes high. Boxes up. Todd. There. Comic books. Yes. Do your do the show. The... <laughs> yeah. Hey, you have good comic books. See, you're not messing around. You're not selling those, are you? This is... The spawn number four. Yeah, you're not selling those. No, no, these are these are just down here in the basement. I just grabbed them. No, I, I actually have spawn number one in that box, but I looked it up. I thought I thought at some point I could get some money for it, but it's uh, no, it's like twenty dollars because everybody started collecting comic books about that time. Yeah. Do you remember when we did short attention guys and um, the the mo colors? And the only reason I remember his name directly is because it was so similar to Mo Depp's. And uh, didn't he do? Didn't he do like uh, sh little little artist artist renditions of you guys? Or was that him? No. What he did was he put us in the comic. So it was I and I have I still have the issue downstairs. I think it was Secret Wars, and it was back in the um, like two thousand five two thousand six. And uh, it was in that run. He was the colorist for the. He's a Marvel colorist. He still is. I still. I'm still in contact with him a little bit on, uh, on PS on uh, PlayStation. Uh -huh. um, but he put. Um, there was this one part of the in the magazine, or in the in the comic, where there was a wall of computer screens, and in one of the computer screens was our logo. <laughs> And uh, I, I still remember him telling us that, and I was like, that's not really going to happen. And then I went and bought the comic. And it was there. Sure enough, there was our logo. It wasn't that easy to see. I would have had to pointed it out to you. But the fact that he actually stuck it in there was pretty impressive. I, I love I love stuff like that. I have, I have a small, similar story that I, I can't actually verify or not because I never actually tried to verify it completely. But we went to uh, when we were doing the reporting and we went to PAX. Um, we came across this game called Boot 
Boot Hill Heroes, I think it mm-hmm. is. Uh, it's like a an old style RPG, like kind of like you know how it it would play kind of like the old Fantasy Star games would mm-hmm. would play. So you'd see like the the three enemies across or four enemies, and then you'd you know t- take your action and and take whatever. Um, but we we talked to the guy, and he said, "Hey, do you, do you guys want to actually be in this game?" I was like, "Yes, of course I want to be in yeah. this game." So uh, me and I think Ben um, are supposed to be in that game, but mm-hmm. uh, when the game came out, I started playing it, and then I just kind of like fell it fell to the side. Like I I never went back to it for some reason. It was a neat game, but I, I remember you talking about that. I never saw the game. I mean, I, I'm sure it's out there now, but I I, uh, I I thought that was pretty cool too to to be in a book a book a comic book a game. That's that's yeah. kind of exciting. that's how that's how you know you made it, yeah. right? Is that's yeah. when you just show up in, in alternate media. I can show you. Look real close, right there. No, that's not me. <laughs> that is the logo of a podcast I once did in the early 2000s. There I am, right there. Perfect. Famous. No, that's and then and then they say, okay, Grandpa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now go back. To go play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. Go play Pokemon Go with the kids. Um, hey, I want to ask you. Can I ask you about a game that you've been playing? I don't know if I've been playing, but you've yes. Been, you've been doing lots of gaming lately, which I appreciate because I like the um, – let's – okay, let's back up for a second and talk okay. about the uh, 30 minutes and 60 seconds. Okay. And so the, the idea behind that, what made you decide to do that? So uh, I have a lot of games on Steam, mm-hmm. and I don't play any of them. Um, so I wanted to have some sort of way that I would make like, like I I would go in and and just have a quick impression of what I thought about the first like part of the game. Like Mm -hmm. basically, you know, you only get one chance to make a first impression. It's true. You know, that, that type of, that type of thing. So I, I don't know why I picked 30 minutes. I think it was just something that was easy to hit. It was like a good, good target to hit. Um, and then I just like, Hey, 60 seconds that sounds like something that anybody will watch you know i'll watch a video for 60 seconds even if it's bad I watch all of yours so that must say something and um and actually so i i i did that about two years ago i think and and then i stopped doing it um but then uh instagram actually upped their video limits they, mm-hmm. they used to be only like 15 seconds but now it's it's at least a minute long i i think it's it might be just a minute long and i said oh my god this is this is a perfect match so yeah. i'm going to start doing this again and uh i'm doing uh i'm doing three a week right now um, you, okay so you're doing the binding of isaac you're still doing the daily um challenges for that one so I, I actually just started since the last okay. time we talked and, and this time. I hadn't really played Binding of Isaac before, but um, yeah, I'd say I, within the past two or three weeks, I started doing the, the daily challenges on those. I, I have it for the Switch now, so I'm going to start playing that um, pretty soon after I, well, if I ever finish Zelda. Um, but I would say play, don't play it around your kids, but your kids are old enough, so it probably yeah, it's, Cameron, it's okay. Cameron's already played part of it. He's, you know, he's... He's R-rated movies now, isn't that you know? Isn't that weird? It's kind of weird for me. He's seventeen, so weird. Um, the other one that and he doesn't need your permission. You can just no. go. Yeah, they don't stop him. Um, the other one that um, I watched you play, and you gave it a you. So at the end, you don't say you 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 don't really grade it or give it a score, but you say should you play? I'm assuming that what you mean when you say yes or no. <laughs> Is you're saying should I try this out? And it's per- it's purposely vague, right? It's yeah. it's it's not meant to be a glowing endorsement or a real hard negative thing. Although the sound kind of like makes it, you know, maybe I'll redo the sound for the no because it's kind of like <laughs> like. But when I see the green, when I see green to me means go, and yeah. so when I see that, I think yeah, I, I should try that out. So you gave. Astronauteer? Am I say how am I am I saying that right? Oh yeah, like I, I'm not even sure. A, ast, yeah, astronauteer or something. I, it's yeah. a bad name. Bad name I for have, that game. I have the Xbox version of that game, and um, well, I didn't buy it. I just have the. I tried the demo, and I could not for the life of me figure out what I was supposed to do. And I know that's one of those games, those preview games, where they continue to update it. Um, and so I didn't know if they had made some updates that gave it a little more uh, direction. Yep. Or, or did you just figure it out? 
So they gave they gave very very sparse direction in terms of different things you could do. Um, but it's it yeah, was very much uh, like it, it felt. Back up and explain what it is a little bit first, because maybe not everybody knows. You know, I'm not even quite sure what the game is. <laughs> okay, you yeah. you're 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 some sort of spaceman, and you're in a pod, and you land on a planet, and you got to do stuff. And what that stuff is, I'm not entirely sure. Um, and you can only go so far away from your pod be, before you run out of air. So that's one of the things that took me uh, probably about half of the amount of time that I was playing the game to figure out was that you can put down. It was like one of the first things I actually built mm -hmm. was a tether, and I yeah, I, I kind of it it did not explain to me yeah. what the tether was actually used for until I realized I'm like oh my god that's okay. So you keep putting tethers down, and you can build build a chain of tethers to keep going and going okay. out into the. Uh, out to the world there how to build the tether just the instructions on the things you yeah, need to gather to build it I, I i it showed me that i could gather some materials that were nearby and then it i looked in my uh my backpack and there was a the interface kind of sucks for this mm -hmm. it, it really is not intuitive um but it basically i held down a button and then all of a sudden i had tethers so okay. um so yeah it if they could hold your hand just a little bit more for the old guys that are just trying to yeah. play a game, that would be nice. But I, it, at the same time, though, um, it it does have kind of like a Minecrafty feel when Minecraft first started off, right? Uh, when it really didn't tell you anything, yeah. it just kind of like go here, mm -hmm. you landed. Now you got to do your thing. So go ahead. I love um, the way it looks. I liked the way the way the world that you land on, and I assume it's procedurally generated kind of world. Um, I like the way that looks. I just could not figure out how to get far enough away from my pod, my spaceship, yeah. to do anything. And so that's when I got kind of frustrated. Now I still yeah, I ended up I ended up finding some sort of uh, some sort of cave. Yes, um, and I ended up dying in that cave, which okay. I didn't even understand why I died. It was kind of it. It is an early access game, and I'm not entirely sure. Like I didn't realize that it was on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I played it, and I, I like it. I mean, I like, I like the parts of it that I've played. I, I guess I just need to continue to see how they update it, and if they, um, you know, We Happy Few is another one of those preview games. That, uh, and I, I tried that for about five minutes, yeah. and I, I could not. I was not into that one. I, I, well, and I understand why. I've struggled a little bit with that one. Um, I liked the way it looked, though. And, be, I, you know, I liked the look of it. I liked the the art um, of that game. And so I was kind of hoping that I would, it would, you know, I'd latch on pretty quick. And I, I haven't yet. But they continue to update it. And they've yeah. done some updates lately that make me want to go back and check it out again. Because it continues to, that's one, that's one of the few preview, Xbox preview games that I actually paid the full price for just because I wanted to see what would happen. I wanted to see what the yep. experience was of getting a game like that, seeing the update process, seeing how it changed the game and whether it made it a game that I would want to get more involved in or say, well, that was a waste of 20 bucks or 29 bucks or whatever it may be. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, on Steam, there's a lot of like early access stuff that is hit or miss in terms of quality. Um, I mean, one of the biggest ones people know about is Daisy. Uh, the standalone version of Daisy, not not the modded arm of uh, Daisy, and that that's still in early access, and it's been I don't know three four years. Wow. I don't know that um, game. You don't know Daisy? Mm -mm. It's it's very uh, it's a very hardcore. It's you're a man with nothing at the start of that game. You, oh, you're basically like in real life. <laughs> I'm still trying. To and so I'm, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Like it's like Daisy is like a U2 song <laughs> with zombies, of course. Oh, um, the okay. Z is the, the Z is for zombies. Um, okay, but but you basically you go oh, you start off Daisy. start off with nothing and you go I, not okay, Daisy, not not like flowers. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I know what Daisy is. Okay, but still I. <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> I like thinking that it's Daisy, like flower. So it's like the procedure. It's like the, we're not going to tell you, here's a Daisy, figure out what to do with it, right? 
one, the pedals. But if you pull too many pedals, you die and you have to start over. And I really don't understand why it's been pulling pedals for three yeah. years in early access. It really doesn't make any sense There's to me. thousands of pedals. <laughs> there are guys that have been pulling pedals every day for at least an hour a day for the last three years. It's the world's worst procedurally generated you it's figure like, out you game. It's like that uh, Peter Molyneux 22 cans game where you yeah. just they just tap to tap, 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 and then finally you become a god in a game that doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah Day Z. I get it now. I, <laughs> I like the fact that we struggled with that. I like the fact that I struggled with that. You knew all along what you were talking about. That's awesome. I, I did. Sorry. Day Z. I Is was it, a little surprised when you said you, you hadn't heard of it, to be honest. <laughs> I, I thought it was about a flower, and it sounded so spring-like that I wanted to try it out. It is spring. Finally. Day Z. Day Z. There's an there's an Xbox version of a game that is similar, isn't there? Um, but it's not a yeah. I, I, I gosh, what is the name of that one? And it started out as a as a uh, PC game that moved to Xbox. And but it, it's not Daisy. But it's Lost, it, maybe. No, it's, it's like Daisy because there are zombies. There are missions that you have. You're you're building up a house, or you can make or build a house. Um, but there's so, so there's a lot. So yeah. there's a lot of games that are like that, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of it, a lot of them owe their success or their their idea to Daisy in the first place. Daisy. Okay. Uh, but even like, um, so there was a game called H one N one or H one Z one or something like that. Yeah, I've heard of that one, but I haven't played it. Um, and that one spawned another game called H one Z one King of the Hill. And now the big hot thing on, you know, like Twitch and uh, Beam, which just got added mm -hmm. to the Xbox One, um, is a game called Player Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, which is basically a, t a a continuation of the idea of that whole chain. And effectively, it's it's you get like 60 people, throw them in this giant map, have them scavenge for a whole bunch of guns and supplies and kill each other. Kind of like uh, Battle Royale, the yeah. the movie or, you know, what was that? Uh, that movie was, Steve, was there a Steve Austin movie where he got thrown on an island and everybody had to kill each other? I don't know. Austin. <laughs> Steve Austin, you know, 316, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Stone Cold. Yes, yes that movie. Like those movies, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, there's a couple games like that, or movies like that, too. Um, I, the deadliest something. The deadliest oh, yeah, and surviving the game is one of yeah. them, and I think that one yeah. had iced tea in it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It was a love story, really. <laughs> um, the game is I, love. The game is love. Really. Yes, yes. So, okay, so... Some of those games I get, and, and I can enjoy them. I just need a little direction. All I need is somebody to just give me a, a little direction on where to go and what to do. Mm. Um, I'm surprised, speaking of very little direction, I'm surprised that I've liked um, Breath of the Wild as much as I have. Um, because so you got to – hold on. you got to switch. Okay, it's, been, yeah. it's been a month since we've done this, and the so switch came out. Yeah, so we haven't talked since I picked up the Switch. No, we haven't. Um, good grief. we got to do this more often. Um, <laughs> we so, tried. We tried. I know. So that next day, I think we did the show, and like the, a few days later, I went to pick up the Switch on Friday. And um, I haven't had any trouble with uh, the left Joy-Con, you know, the issues that other people have had. Um, I, I've enjoyed... The, screen the, scratching or anything yeah, like I that. Problem with that, but you know what? I almost never play it on uh, in in the in the uh, um, the dock or in handheld mode. I almost, two um, modes. I know. I almost never play it in the dock. I almost always play it handheld. That's that's the weirdest thing, right? With this yeah. thing, because like everyone that that I've heard say that, oh, I'm not really a handheld gamer, seems to for whatever reason always play it in handheld mode. I think because of the way it looks, it, it looks decent, and the screen is big enough that it it's not it doesn't detract from the game. You can read what's on the screen, and you can see the images, and it looks good. Um, I I'm still playing other games on um, my television on the, my PS4, um, and I can talk about those in a minute. But this one, I 
I thought I, I knew I would enjoy it just based on the reviews and things I'd read, but I thought I would get frustrated with the lack of direction in terms of what to do. But there's so much going on and so many things you can do that you never feel like you're just wandering aimlessly. You'll wander upon something to do. Mm -hmm. um, I, and a lot of those survival type games, and that's kind of where it starts. I mean, you're you're harvesting, you're foraging, you're finding things, you're cooking. I'm not always a fan of those. In fact, I got really tired of the cooking part of Final Fantasy 15. But I haven't gotten tired of this cooking and the things you, you're supposed to do in this particular game to uh, to kind of grow. I, I, you know, level up is the wrong word to use because you really don't level up in this game the way you traditionally do in a game like Final Fantasy 15 or Horizon, which is the other game I'm playing. Well, you get, you get hearts um, and stuff, right? Still, it's, it means it's still yeah, so it, it's your hearts. hearts. But it's not like you, you know, a lot of those games, like you go back to World of Warcraft. Okay, you got the, you're on the, the hamster wheel and you, you'll run the hamster wheel for the first 10 minutes and you level to two. And then, oh man, leveling's easy. And then you'll run the hamster wheel for 15 minutes and you'll get to level three. And then 30 minutes and you're at level four. This game isn't like that. I mean, it's more challenging in terms of when you get a heart and when you kind of get stronger. Um and it doesn't give you direction on how to do that, and it's not automatically doing it either. Uh, you know, I probably played 20 hours, and I still only have four hearts, but I've done an awful lot of stuff. And I've seen other 20 people... 20 hours? That's... that's I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed. That's not, it's not what this game is, from what I understand. You're supposed to put, like, 100 into this. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. But th that's because I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. I've probably played 40, 40 some hours. I've done so... That's my game so far, my 2017 game of the year. Really? I love that game. I love it. I love the story. I love the things that you do. I love the places you go. But I, I don't want to – I'm okay, let me finish talking <laughs> about the Switch first and uh, about, uh, about Zelda. So I, I'll continue to play it. Um, the thing that's weird, though, is there are so many similarities – between and I know that sounds strange, but there are similarities between playing Zelda and playing Horizon to the point where I'll go to a fire and in Zelda the fires you can sit at a fire and and basically sit there till morning and some fires you can use and cook if there's a pan on top of them. So when I'll go to a fire in Zelda I'm thinking oh this is where I automatically save. No, you automatically save in Horizon Zero Dawn at fire. <laughs> In Zelda, you can save whenever you want. So I get confused because there's so many little tiny areas. It's okay. It's okay. That's, uh, you're just, you need some ginkgo biloba, I think. Um, yes, I do. Some, I need some of that and some ginseng to calm my stomach when I get nerves. Um, <laughs> but I like, I like the Switch. I like the way it looks. I like the size of it. I only have a few games. I, I would not go back. If I could do it all over again, I would buy Zelda and probably not one to switch because my kids played with me once and they're like, eh, yeah, I, I can't, that one should be a $20 game or less. Um, I will buy at the end of April is when um, Mario Kart comes out and I traded in the Mario Kart for Wii U because I figured I'd buy it for this because we'll play it. As a family, we'll still play that game. So I, I've enjoyed it. I'm glad I got it. I also, the other weird thing is using Amiibos on the Switch and using it in Zelda. It, there's there's actual things that. Oh yeah, that, that's one thing I you know people talk about the game all the time, but they you know I've listened to Giant Bomb rave about it. I've listened to Idle Thumbs rave about it, um, but I haven't heard any. I don't think I've heard anybody mention the Amiibos. So there are amiibos that are specific to Breath of the Wild, and you can use those amiibos. And you can use there's a an amiibo with Link that. Um, hold on a second. Are you there? Can yeah, you hold I'm, one minute? I'm, I'm here. I can hold. Jim. Oh, sorry, sorry. Jim, Jim, wake up. Hello. So anyway. I'm a, I, I fall asleep real fast. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Well, it's our age. So this is this is an amiibo for Breath of the Wild. Okay. And this is an amiibo for Breath of the Wild. And there are different amiibos that give you different things. So for the instance with this one, 
there is a bow and it doesn't happen every time it's kind of random but there's a, a pretty strong bow that you could get um doesn't it's not a game changer but it's because they all break all of the bows all of the weapons break but it's nice to have when you get it um and there are other things well, so do, do do just like do the nfc thing and then it just gives you a bow it just yeah. pops up in the game or do yeah. you have to it's funny you put it on the 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 NFC on the amiibo is on the right Joy-Con. It's kind of on the thumbstick. So you put it on the thumbstick, and then out of the sky, we'll, so fruit will fall out of the sky, and some fish, and some meat, and then a treasure chest. Oh, so so chest, it's the coming of exactly. Christ. Exactly, <laughs> it is. It's with an arrow, a bow and arrow. Um, and so the treasure chest will always have something like. Um, a weapon that may be okay or a shield um, or sometimes that um, that bow and then this one will drop I can't remember there's there's something specific to each of these I think this one drops um, a, a shield that's specific to it but then there's some of the older amiibos will drop um, the the ones from like um, uh, oh the the last so I don't um, so there's like a Toon Link version yes. from uh, from Wind Waker, and I think that one right. will drop a um, one will drop a really good the, the horse Epona, and um, one of another and one. There's, a couple, there's actually a couple from Wind Waker. I think there's one there's one with him with the the sword and shield, and then there's one uh, where he's got the oh, he's got oh, like a wand. I think yeah. right. He, so yeah. he's like the the casting of and even those old ones, and then the. And then there's the Twilight Princess. Uh, and that one will drop things too. But this is the one thing I haven't heard anybody talk about. Samu, that's not a Zelda game. No, but she will drop. What did you What did you just call her? What did you just call her? Samus? Samus? Shamu? Oh, I thought you said... I thought you said... Samus? Shamu? <laughs> I thought you said Samus? something with a U at the end. Shazam. Shazam... Shazam will yes. drop a lot of fish. Um, Why? Mario, Mario, Marigi, <laughs> La, La, the Red La, Luigi. That's the Red Mario. Luigi. Yeah, Mario will drop also. And no, I haven't heard anybody. The reason I hold these two up is because I haven't heard anybody talk about any of the non-Zelda amiibos doing anything. But they all of them will do something. So you should try it. You know, if somebody has the game and they haven't tried and they haven't won Amiibo, they should try it just to see what it will do. Because you'll get something. You'll get food, if nothing else. I think my brother-in-law is trying to, like, goad me into being more of a Nintendo guy than I am right now. Because uh, for Christmases and birthdays, he just every once in a while will just get me an Amiibo. So I have a small yeah. collection of, like, five or six Amiibos. Um, and I did purchase uh, the the Twilight Princess remake, mm -hmm. so I did get that the um, the wolf one. But so if uh, you have you have a Wii U still, right? I do. I don't have a Switch yet. Well, if you ever get, I did say yet. I really did say yet. So I'm sure at some uh, point I'll probably get it. Of course you will, because that's that's the way we are. But if you decide to get Breath of the Wild for the Wii U, you should try any of those amiibos with the the Wii U version because you'll get drops. Um, and it's, it's, it's not, they're not game breakers. It's not like you're getting things that are going to make you, um, ultimately powerful or anything like that. It just, it, it's some food that helps you play the game some at some point. And it's just kind of fun if nothing else. Mm. It's cool that they do it. Um, I, you know, I just, I find that amazing that there are so many little details to the switch, so many little details to the, the game itself to breath of the wild. Um, and I, I've enjoyed it so far. I'm glad I don't regret the purchase and yep. believe me, I've bought some video game stuff where I had <laughs> regret the purchase. Oh yeah. My brother-in-law's uh, his, I mean, he, he's gone full in with Nintendo. He doesn't, he's not playing with any of the other systems now anyway, because he feels like Nintendo's a good system that he can play with his kids and he's got really, well, young, really young kids right now. True. Um, but his his big thing is, you know, he looks at Skylanders and says, well, Nintendo's already doing the Amiibo thing, so they need to make a Skylanders-like game with Amiibos. 
Yeah. And he, he, he just assumes it's coming at some point um, for the switch. I, I probably. Think, I think he's absolutely right on that point. I mean, I can't believe that there isn't something that you could, because there's already such a huge collection. Yep. Why is there not a game that already exists where you could somehow use those um, to add characters and, and do something, whatever it may be an adventure game, um, some kind of a light RPG game. I mean, there's so many different things you could do. Yeah, they just can. I mean, just make Skylanders with all the yeah. Nintendo characters, and wow. you're good. You're good. I mean, that's. I think that's one of the problems. What what Disney Infinity did was that they they cordoned off all of their properties into their own specific worlds, mm-hmm. and I think that really hurt the game because it it kind of like forced you basically to buy separate games yeah. and have the characters for all the separate games, as opposed to, you know, they did have the sandbox, you know, the Infinity toy box mode or whatever that allowed you to play with them. But no, I, I want to take. I want to take, you know, Lightning McQueen and have him drive around a Death Star. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to have it like this, this basically third rate, second rate toy over on the side that isn't really the, the, the game that they wanted it to be, you know. Isn't that kind of what Lego Worlds has tried to do with their, their same dimensions, Lego dimensions? I am not sure what Lego dimensions has done. Um, when that came out, I was kind of fed up with the toys to life yeah. style games because we we went in heavy with with Skylanders. I mean, we have so many Skylanders, um, and and to that game's credit, it it's still a really fun game. And I we just got the most recent one for Christmas, and that's probably the best one there is so far. And all the all the old guys work with it, and of course, you have to buy the new ones to get all the mm-hmm. new abilities. But um, yeah, I kind of. Even though we have tons of Legos here, I mean, my, my kids love Legos. I, for whatever reason, never wanted to go into Lego Dimensions, um, despite the fact they do have a lot of cool properties uh, yeah. associated with it. And, and I'm at a, an, a point now where my kids are too old necessarily to want to use Lego Dimensions, or they were never really into Skylanders. Cameras always already kind of old for that. I hide these. I don't know if they know why I have these. Is that is that weird? I don't know. Maybe um, I don't care. Um, but they they probably would find that strange as well. Cameron has played a little bit of um, of uh, Zelda uh, and uh, Breath of the Wild, and he he thinks it's a great game too. But I don't know if he's done anything with the amiibos. So that's just my my dirty little secret. Yeah, I I really the more I hear about Zelda, the more I want to play it. But at the same time, I. I've decided to hold off on certain games um, because I ha- I do have, you know, still very limited time. But I'm trying to do like you know the three videos a week for for mm-hmm. uh, for YouTube, um, and with the daily challenges, that's you know if I do good, which is rare, that's like an hour worth of gaming a day that I that mm-hmm. I do. Um, but like one game that I I put aside, and it it sounds like it's probably good that I decided to cancel my pre-order of it was mass effect. And, uh, I haven't haven't taken it out of the plastic yet, but that's because of horizon. So, but I'm going to play it. I mean, you know, you and I, you played the other three, right? I loved the other three and, and, and that they do have their faults because they're huge games, but Mm -hmm. you know what? They, they really got me. I I, feel, I still feel that that's probably the best video game trilogy out there. You know, above like an Uncharted, um, above Dark Souls, of course, because I can't play Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, like Mass Effect was was my favorite trilogy in video games, and it still I probably have. is. And, and and I will keep it. And as soon as I'm done with Horizon, because right, I'm going to finish Horizon, I'm not going to stop now. Um, I'll try Mass Effect. We'll see how far I get. I hope I enjoyed. I finished the other three, which back at that point in my life is rare for me to finish a game. Um, but I, I figured I'm going to play this anyway. Yeah. So you at know, I, point, I had already pre-ordered it before the the reviews were coming in, so I just held on to it. Um, but there's so many good games right now. It's crazy to have this many good games in spring. You know, I mean, there's yeah, what's that? The, what's this going to mean for the year? I mean, Red Dead, Red Dead Two is supposed to be out in this in the I fall, know. right? There's and near open world games. I I still haven't played near. I have it. Oh, I have so it. I, I, have I, it. I covered I covered near with thirty minutes. 
uh, in 60 seconds. And yeah, I saw, yeah, I had a giant smile on my face the entire time yeah. I was playing that. It was so much fun. The little bit I've messed around with it, I've enjoyed it. Um, you also did another one that I have that I haven't really messed with much. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, <sighs> Several Lego worlds. Let's see. No. I, got, I got the list here. Uh, Night in the woods. No, I know what it was. It's, it's not near. It's Neo. You didn't play Neo. That's no, the I didn't do that. I, I, I do want to play Neo, but I, I, for when I was looking at it, like, you couldn't buy it on Amazon, and pretty much I buy all my games from Amazon. Yeah, so. I finally found it. Oh, I know what it was. My guys at GameStop, they, they hooked me up. So I had some stuff to trade in. I went into GameStop. I said, guys, I can't find this anywhere. And they looked at me. They looked back at the cabinet behind them, and they unlocked the cabinet, and they said, the guy hasn't come in to pick this one up, so you, got, you can just have it. So I got some other guy who had a pre-order, and it was this was a week later. Um, he hadn't come in to pick it up, so they just gave me his pre-order. I hope he didn't get angry. I, you know what? Too bad. <laughs> he was three days past his pre-order. They were still doing him a solid by hanging on to it that long. But, but did you play it? Have you played it? I played. That's the one. I played. I played. Okay, this is where I was getting confused. I played probably an hour of Neo, and um, and really liked it. I'm going to struggle with it. I know it's going to be frustrating, but I still want to play it. Yeah. I played the demo of Nier, and that's what made me pre-order it because I like the demo so much. I haven't played the game since I've gotten it. Okay. Still playing Horizon. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I want to get Horizon also. That's so one. Of, that's definitely one of the games I want. I want to get Zelda. I'm, I'm starting to create a list of all the games I want to get, but that I just you know. I, I don't know what I'm going to have the time to play. I know. This stuff. Yeah. I, can, can I tell you about one other one that I'm, I'm waffling on? Yeah. And I, I need, if somebody watches our, our show here and can give me some insight, um, persona five, I, I know that it is turn-based, but I played mm. persona four golden on the Vita. <sighs> and I kind of liked it. So I also played persona four on golden on the Vita. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of liked it, but I keep remembering uh, all the crawling in dungeons that was repetitive and yeah. like just the same looking thing. At some point, I think I got to a, a bathhouse or something that mm-hmm. was just a steamy version of the dungeon. And it's, it's just like the same floors over and over again. And it, that, that's the part of Persona I couldn't stand. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, because it's a JRPG, and that's apparently one of the things about Persona that they probably won't change, no. I'm guessing that I'll probably really like Persona 5 until I find myself having to do a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and that sounds like exactly the same way I'm going to feel about it. Um, and, you know, I have enough other things that, I don't need to pick that one up necessarily, but now Cameron, my son played, he played all of persona Four golden. I think he played probably 54 hours. Mm-hmm. He finished it and then kept playing. Um, and this was last Christmas and I, I couldn't figure, I was like, why? And, but he <laughs> really enjoyed it. He, he said it was the best story of any game he's ever played. So he of course will play persona five. So, um, so what so if I curiously through your son, like we're supposed to exactly. So I'll make him mow the lawn enough time. So he has to buy it himself. So I don't have to buy it. There you go. Perfect. That's, it's like a sweatshop of, of, you know, get your kids to work their way to buy the games that you don't feel like actually spending money on. It's my daughter, the my oldest, game. Yeah. My lawn, my, yeah, my, my oldest, uh, we had her try mowing the lawn a little bit, but she just not yet. No, I mean, it took a while. He's a junior now in high school, so he's old enough to do it. So if if he can drive to the gas station, put gas in his car, he can mow a lawn. He can mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah. that's the way I feel. Yeah, I was right. mowing lawns in eighth grade, and then my grandfather would bring me out a jug of beer <laughs> in a in, in a, a milk carton. carton. And he'd say, here, I just made this. What does it taste like? And I'd spit half of it out, and he'd say, that's all you get today. You're not getting water. And then I'd mow the rest of the lawn. 
And that was a straight line, but I'd get it done three to four hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I want to get back to Nier. Um, I thought that that was really good. Uh, and I, I, I want to get, I want to keep playing um, The Last of Us because that's one of the other games I've been, oh, I've been battling yeah. with. But my, my issue with The Last of Us, and I think it might have been the same reason why I stopped playing the last time, is that you get to certain points and it's like if, if you go and take on the clickers or the, the bigger clickers, mm-hmm. you have to be so perfect in what you're doing that there, there's very little room for error. And, and I've, I've upgraded my stuff so I can shiv a clicker at least to get him off of me. Um, so it, it's not the one hit kill anymore, mm-hmm. but it's still just, just that piece of yeah. that game I, I never finished it because I got frustrated with those parts. Um, I I love the story. It's such an excellent story. So well written. Um, I just, there were some parts with the game that I would, I kept dying and coming and I felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And after a while, I mean, if I'm not progressing, then it's just not fun. Yeah. I'm, right now I've, uh, was it Ellie and Joel got separated? Joel fell down an elevator shaft. He's in a basement. There's water everywhere. You got to turn on a generator, oh, and it's, as soon as you turn on the generator, you get swarmed by a whole bunch of guys. And I'm like, man, this sucks. I don't want to. That's that's the point where I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to go back and be frustrated. I I can play other games and not be yeah. frustrated. I think that that sounds like the point where I stopped. Almost almost exactly the same point. Um, I love I love the banter that Ellie has. Oh, yeah. Whoever wrote her character and whoever performed her her stuff is it's just great. But uh, maybe I should turn on easy mode. Does it have oh, an easy mode? I don't remember. But you're right there, and I, I'm not ashamed to say there have been times in the last two to three years where because I liked the story so much, um, I wanted to progress through the part that was frustrating. So, and and normally what I'll do because they make it so easy now to go between like a, an easy mode and a medium and a hard, I'll, I'll drop it all the way down to easy to get through the part that's frustrating. And then once I get to the point where there's a next save, I'll save it and then put it back up to the hard mode or the medium mode, depending on what I'm playing. Um, Because, you know, at this point, if, if I don't finish the game, then what was the point of, of trying it in the first place, knowing that there might be a way for me to get through that part. That's frustrating. You know, there's nothing that there's no pride in having a game getting halfway through and then just stopping because it got too hard when there might be a way to get past that point. Yeah. Um, just so you can continue to see what the story's like. And, and if, if last of us has that, maybe I'll go back and do that because I mean, this is just, I, I died probably about six or seven times. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm just going to go to sleep now. I'd yeah. rather go. I'd rather go to sleep. <laughs> Can I tell you one other game that I've been playing? I'm a little. I'm almost embarrassed to say this. Um, okay. There's I'm no. Tell you. There's no embarrassment here. No. Okay. Good. Good. Um, I'm still. It's a year more than a year later because I started with the the beta of it. I am still playing on my phone Clash Royale. I have played so that's I, I've been keeping my my eye on like Twitch and some of the mm-hmm. streaming platforms, and for whatever reason, that game is is up there in terms of how many people watch people play. It. Be- because the games are so short, because you can play a game in two minutes and or three minutes, and um, you're done. And so I think that's why people watch it because the matches are so quick Mm. and there's strategy to those matches. Um, But I've been playing, I I can't even, it's embarrassing how many, how many matches I have actually played, but, and it's one of the few games that I've continued to play more than a year. Um, I come back to that game every single day. I think I've played at least one match every single day for the last year. Um, because it's so fast. I mean, I can move through the game so fast and sometimes I'm embarrassed. Sometimes I try to drop off, but then I think, you know what, there's strategy to this game. Um, I don't like the, I don't like the art personally. I, yeah, but it's better than some of the other art for some of the other games that's out there. At least it's finished art. A lot of the other games that have tried to mimic this particular game, it, 
the the animations are choppy or it's like they did if if there were 60 animations to get a character to move you know two inches they used 30 of them because it was easier um and so at least they've taken the time to make the game look good uh there there's some other games coming down the road that i think will will give this one a run for its money but i cannot get away from it i've tried to play other games on my phone but this is the game I come back to mm. every, every single week I'll, I'll play, you know, I'll, I'll play every day. I'll probably play at least two matches. Yeah. My, uh, my phone doesn't see much, much gaming to be honest. Um, I have one game on my phone called inside out thought bubbles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, there's no, there's no embarrassment here. Uh, mostly because my son, um, mm-hmm. absolutely loves inside out the movie and then okay, found, yeah. found inside out. We, we got him, uh, I'm sorry, Santa Claus, uh, purchased him a Kindle, um, two years ago, the, the Kindle mm-hmm. fire, the, like the $50 version of the Kindle. Mm-hmm. We figured, eh, if he breaks it, whatever, you know, we got, we got yeah. a few of them and I actually it was a black Friday deal or something, whatever. So he actually found the inside out thought bubbles game. And sure enough, it's just like bringing a full circle back to bust a move. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that type of bubble popping game. Yeah. And, um, I think I'm up to level like 350 or something like that. <laughs> um, but I haven't, I haven't spent a penny on this thing. Yeah. And see that when you play a game like that now, I can't say that for clash Royale. I probably spent 50 bucks over the last year, but my feeling is I've spent a lot more for a game. I may have played for 30 or 40 minutes and thought, Nope, forget that. Yeah. And I traded in. I, th- so. I think, I think the, the initial, you know, when, when mobile games were first starting to become a bigger thing, I think there was like a very a very real stigma around like why would you pay for like pay for that? You know, it's it's a game on your phone. There's not much to it, but if if you're enjoying it as much as you are, I, I, yeah. I don't think it's a big. Uh, my dad, my dad spent twenty bucks on the Pokemon, so yeah. you know, if if they're enjoying it, then you know, to me, what's the difference of paying? You know, you're you may have a monthly pay payment for world of warcraft and let's say you missed three or four months yep. so what did you just pay for um you know if you're if you're invested in the game and you're still playing and enjoying it then it's not a waste of money at all so it's a waste of money to me if you continue to pay the monthly fee and you haven't played it for half a year so that's my opinion no you're 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 incorrect but that's fine that's, that's my opinion <laughs> That's as good as it gets. See, that's that's the type of thing you could do. You could hold up a box of old comic books in front of you. Yeah, with, with a video show like yeah. this. Yeah, you could. We couldn't do that in the past. The future allows us to do this. <laughs> there we go. The future. But so uh, we're at about an hour mark here. Um, mm-hmm. And last time we talked a little bit about sports and and my running and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but today, uh, the Barkley marathons completed. Oh yeah. Uh, that, they, that's they not have, near you, is it? No, no, that's Tennessee. Okay. I think I saw the documentary on Netflix. Yeah. If you haven't seen the documentary on Netflix, go watch it. It's yeah. really good. Um, but they had a finisher this year. Uh, which is only like the 15th or 16th finisher ever since the really? 80s that they've been running this. Uh, and they almost had two finishers, but the wow. second the second guy missed it by take – take a guess how much he missed it by. Oh, man. It's going to be depressing, whatever I say. It's depressing. Uh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. Six seconds. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's he, miserable. The dude got turned around because it was snowy and foggy, so oh. he he added like an extra thirty minutes or something onto his run, and uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, he that's missed terrible. he missed this. I'm sorry, he missed the sixty hour cutoff. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. He there's a video of him collapsing at the at the at the finish line, and oh, he realizes yeah. he realizes that he must have gotten turned around because he was approaching the gate. There, there's a gate, a ceremonial yellow gate that you have to touch before you do every lap, and he realized that he was coming up on the gate on the wrong side. So he was like, I can't imagine what that guy must must have felt yeah. to be that. I mean, 
30 minutes is cl pretty close. Six seconds is insane. Sorry, it's my phone. I, my phone is letting you know that it got an email. Um, yeah, six seconds is not, I mean, that's unnerving. That's that's a, a minor error in yeah. a rounding error almost that they, oh, that's, that's sad. And the, and the guy who won, I, 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 I read an article just before the show and the, the guy who won apparently um, actually fell asleep and didn't realize how long he had been asleep, but he woke up because he was too cold. Uh, Good. <laughs> That's better than to not wake up because you were so cold. Yeah, this that raises no joke. Uh, yeah. That's the real deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's it's a great documentary. It's worth watching. Um, and even if you're not into sports or you're not into endurance racing it's still fun to watch just because the characters the people in it yeah. are so interesting i uh, i really wished that you know after, after i watched the barkley marathons the the documentary i was i was really looking forward to the event happening this year mm -hmm. um and i was kind of hoping that they would have more coverage of it but instead it's basically like you know, a runner's world article that you can keep refreshing to get updates yeah. for, or a Twitter feed with a hashtag that's, you know, spotty updates here and there. Um, I, you know what though? I mean, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm kind of glad that it has keeps that mystique and that there isn't a lot of coverage. I would rather it continue to be a, a small race that it just has this uh, mystery about it um, that you hear about every year and yeah. you're like, Oh man, I can't believe that still happens. I'm, um, I'm selfish, Todd. I, I I want to personally know more. I know, but I don't want it to grow. Would you want it to grow no. into something? You're right. You're right. I, I wouldn't want to turn it into like it, it to turn into something like a Spartan event or something like yeah. that. Like right. like where oh every every state has four different Spartan events yeah. that you can go try to do if you really want to. For marathons that get so big that thousands and thousands of people run, and to get in you have to go through a lottery. That yeah, I mean, I ran. Uh, I I speaking of too many people uh i did um you remember the sandy hook incident mm -hmm. uh yes. the the race the 5k that supports that I, community I was, picture. Yes. was this past weekend and so that i i went to run that and that that was a similar thing where it's it's more of a, an event for the cause as opposed to going for a run right um and I, I've been trying to increase my my 5k time um, and I've been doing a lot of you know strength training and stuff so while I see that see this is this is the tough part right you go there and you see people that are there obviously to support the cause um, and not necessarily to run but they're in the shoot at the front of the pack and it, it actually causes issues for the people who are there to run and and, yeah. and I'd like to you know, I kind of want to send a note just to the organizers to just say, hey, you may want to just give a heads up to the people who are there not to really compete, um, mm -hmm. that they should line up just a little bit differently. Um, because, yeah, the, it took me 30 seconds to cross the mats to, to start the race. Uh, and it's not a huge race. There Maybe, you know, maybe a thousand people. I don't even think it was a thousand people uh, because it was cold and it was rainy. But, but if you're not running to run, I mean, if you're doing it, then there's no reason to be at the front of the, the, the pack and, and yeah. get in the way of the people that are really trying to get a good time. And, you know, and I get that. Now, I've, I'm at a point now where when I go to, a, and I haven't been to a race since last September, but when I go, I get in the middle because I know that I'm not trying to beat any special time. And if I pass people, great, but I hate getting past. So why put myself in that position and get at the front where I know I'm going to be the rabbit. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I think I'm in that mindset now that I should be at the middle of the pack, but I think I need to, I need to figure out like what kind of race it is ahead of time before mm -hmm. I, before I line up because I, I'm the same way. I, I'd rather not get in the way of the really fast runners. Cause there are people that are blazing fast, man. Oh, yeah. They show up at every single race. They're just, they smoke everyone. Um, and I'm not one of those guys, but no. so, I mean, do I line up with the fast guys and just get past and, and get demoralized just a bit? Do I line up a little further back and start passing people? Right. That's I, what I do. I line up in the back. And so then I at least can pass a few people and rarely do I get past. So, you know, that's kind of where I am. Yeah. But 
anyway, it's for for a race. It's a nice cause. It was the fifth, uh, the fifth anniversary. I don't know if it was the fifth anniversary or just the fifth uh, event. Yeah. For for that particular um, you know occasion, so it was a nice it was a nice uh, bunch of people there. You know, I I run with people that show up to pretty much every race in Connecticut. Um, so we had a group of people. It was it was a good time. Wow. And I think I'm getting faster, so that's that's good. So, <laughs> soon you'll be running backwards and facing the people that are trying to pass you, and you can say, "Here I am, coming coming back at them." Mm-hmm. Like, no, I I won't be running backwards. I'll be running at them because I'm I'm already I'm oh, already on my way back on the loop. Like Superman. I love I like that idea too. That's not going to happen though. Or, you know, the other thing I like to do is at the very beginning, I know I'm not going to beat them. I run around them. So I'll <laughs> circle them once or twice and I'll say, you can't handle this jelly. And then they'll take off. And I'm like, oh, they handled the jelly. But they didn't know what to do with me for those two to three seconds. I was running around them in a circle. They were very confused. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's my strategy. And that's not a good one. I can't. I'm not proud of it. But. You know, you, you got to do what you can when you get to my advanced age. Well, I mean, you should be like, you know, the only guy in your age group pretty soon, right? I mean, that's... I, I, now when I run, there's all, you know, there's a lot of 30-year-olds, 30, 30 a lot of 30-plus-year-olds, and 40-year-olds, and there's me at the edge of the 40s. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And they always ask me if I need assistance. <laughs> and I say, excuse me? And they say, you know, for like, if we, you fall or if you need some help with your walker and I, I just kick them. Yeah. That's you what you do. You kick them. So All right. at least you're still running. That's the important thing. You're enjoying it. You're having fun. Yeah. It's, it's still fun. I, I, because the weather has been so weird lately, it, I haven't been outside much and I've been doing more treadmill running than I like. Yeah. Um, and because I don't like treadmills, I I've only been like running once a week on them, which kind of it's not it's not enough. I need yeah. to do more. That's all going to change in the next couple of weeks, and the snow will go away. You haven't even had snow in the last. It's been a few weeks now. Uh, on actually, when I was coming back from the race, it was it was snowing a little bit. Yeah, oh, right. it wasn't. Oh. It didn't accumulate, but it did snow, and I was like, oh great, happy Again. spring. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, you're close. Yep. So, see you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to do this before uh, before another month's up. Um, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm in. We'll do it again. We'll do it in the next couple weeks or a week or whatever. All right, I'm in. So, so thanks. Um, thanks for yeah, I that. Realize that we just like talking to each other, and if anybody likes to listen, great. And if they don't, that's fine too. I saw two. We had two viewers live. Oh, neat. Two of them, and then they went away when you were talking about Clash Royale or something. I don't know. Oh, I think that's, that makes sense. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I can always run away a reviewer. That's not hard at all. Or a listener, I mean. That's not – I do that easily. All right. Thanks, Todd. Uh, and okay. we will uh, see you next time. Bye.